This is the On Call Podcast. Your home for sports, news, pop culture, tech, and the obscure. And of course, your host, Michael Meyer. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens. This is Mike. I am the host of the On Call Podcast, and you are fortunate to hear the new guest for the day, Nicole, the wifey-to-be, and the mom-to-be. What, what? Since she said how she feels like she's breathing heavy, because now that she can hear herself, she has a microphone and headphones. (laughs) It's right there. She stopped breathing. (laughs) Holding her breath. So, yeah. Starting the podcast... I actually recorded like a five-minute clip and played with a bunch of levels and tried fucking around with shit because I was feeling really insecure because the last one I recorded solo, I was fading in and out because it turned out I was moving my head away from the microphone. Yeah. So I had to turn some levels up and fuck with other shit. And I realized like three minutes in, I wasn't fucking breathing. I would just turn my head and have a deep exhale. All right. <clears throat> and just hold my breath through the whole thing. So I can't hear you breathing at all when you'd flare your nostrils and breathe. Yeah, we hear you. But breathe normal, talk normal. And if it's really bad, I'll edit it out. You'd be all right. I took I had a bunch of I sent it to a bunch of people. Three. A bunch. <laughs> all your friends. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> But I see, I sent it to a couple people just to get a a sense of where I'm at. And like, oh, your levels are where they need to be. Quit focusing so much on on your breathing and everything because it feels natural and warm. Yeah. So people breathe. Did you know that, babe? I breathe. I'm a nurse, sir. So you breathe. I breathe. Yeah, we all breathe. It's okay. Sometimes they hear a little, maybe, try to avoid a nose whistle. How about that? (laughs) Because those, oh, if you have a nose whistle, do you know it? Because I, I'm super, it super. It tickles stiff. too. I don't even care about the tickle, but I hear it. I hear the octave and then I can't stop thinking about it. And then I'm kind of digging in the cave to yeah. try to clear whatever's causing the whistle. Yeah. Pick it and flick it, man. That's how I got stuck on Afrin. I was like, I need to breathe through both nostrils badly. I think I have a deviated septum because if I look in, if I look up in the, the mirror, it's like, there's almost nothing. There's like no space in the right nostril. Really? You t- tired already? Was that a yawn? Yeah, I've been up since four. Mm. Too bad. I'm it's always good. sleepy too, Mark. It's okay. Nicole's it's always okay. sleepy. And if anyone can hear some clicking and clacking, that's the dog. We moved the podcast out to the living room. Fortunately, the fan's not coming through, but... Politically correct. No, no, I fucked up. Already. Right. Driving away a whole audience. Three minutes in. Already fucked it all up. Um, and the other person you heard, that was, uh, that was Mark, the cop. He's been, this is his third appearance. He's become yep. quite the regular. Yep. So I'm drinking two separate beers right now. McGlobe Globe Ultra Gold. It's because it's my, it's water. It's, there's nothing to it. It's, it's your go-to. Yeah, it's, it's expensive though. It's like an extra $2 per 12-pack than a regular Michelob. It was on sale. But at least, 
yeah. It's Michelob's version of the platinum, Bud Light platinum. No. No, platinum had, had 6% that? alcohol. Is it? Yeah, the blue bottle. Yeah. I would buy a Michelob Ultra just because it's a fucking pretty bottle. Really? Yeah. The blue, uh, I don't even know what it reminds me. It's like a sky, blue, the sky vodka bottle before they changed it. But uh, it is Saturday night, I think. The coronavirus has done messed up everyone. Just the day's a day. Yeah. I didn't do much today. There's a, a whole, not a whole lot in sports news except everything's coming back. I think NASCAR starts up. Baseball starts up. Yeah, they actually, just they're, they're, uh, talked about that. Yeah, they're trying to submit plans for the uh, like 135 game season, something like that. Mm-hmm. But being out here in the living room, the dog is she's probably past due for nappy poo time, so she doesn't know what to do because the wife's got a a microphone in front of her, and that's normally where the dog sits. And <laughs> we're fucking awkward right now. I hope I don't hear the fans, which is good. Yeah, I, I don't, don't hear air blowing. Yeah. But uh, uh, got a new air conditioning unit. Ugh. It's all right, though. It feels really good. It's going to be worth it in the long run. Uh, the compound is also looking at getting a new fence. I'm excited for that. I think it, we, got a, we got a nosy so neighbor. You got to think, though, too, it, it does seem to be like a lot of money for it, but it is an investment on the house. I mean, a lot of people look for that. Very true. In a property, whenever they buy something, you know, they buy a house. We also have a nosy-ass neighbor who likes to go walks around the block. And because we have the lot behind us, we cleared it out so she can see our house from her driveway. Mm -hmm. She walks around the block, and then she's directly behind our house walking her dogs nonstop and looking at our yard. She says she walks three times a day, but, like, I must be seeing every walk then because she's always walking them dogs. Creeping. She's probably walking them... Some of them individually, so two dogs, and now they got the dots. And she knows everything about everybody too. It's so weird. She's like the neighborhood encyclopedia. She, yeah, yeah she's, and she's weird. lived here for like two months. Like it hasn't even been that long. Yeah, I hate those. Mind your business, lady. We live this far out in the middle of nowhere because we didn't want nobody next to us. Yeah, go, go put yourself <laughs> in like a HOA somewhere. That's, I, that's what, what she needs. I literally said to Mike this yeah. morning. I was like, she needs to go move into Rotunda where yeah. she can bitch about people's grass and walk around with their. Tape measure and scissors. Hey, hey, hey. grass is a little long. <laughs> it's one eighth of an inch <laughs> yeah. past what it's supposed to be. I don't want to have to call somebody. But we're <laughs> yeah. looking at a fine here. Yeah. Um. We had a we had a spirited discussion before our delicious chain restaurant dinner, trying to keep some of them local businesses afloat. I guess chains don't really help as much, but it's still a local business owner that has to pay for the franchise. Yeah, the franchise. franchise so. Yeah, I mean. They still need support. That's right. We had some buffalo wild wings, which uh, I was kind of surprised. I didn't. I did not realize they had that many sauces. Mm-hmm. I you I, have to appreciate a large panel of sauces to choose from. And I'm a dunker, so having extra sauces is a benefit to me because yeah. every French fry is getting dipped. I'm a double <laughs> dipper too. So anyone who watched Seinfeld double dipping, I do it. Yeah. I don't double dip that much, but... If I'm polite with people, I will take a bite and then I will flip it to the untouched (laughs) side. Yeah. So I'm double dipping, but my DNA is not being shared with you. And during these times... How you get the Rona? That's right. I'm protecting you from the Rona. Yeah. Or maybe we're giving you antibodies. Oh, that's true. You're welcome. Thank you. You know, 
We're exposed to a lot on a daily basis. We could be basically be a vaccine for you. Hell, yeah, he's, that's you true. might be the problem. <laughs> you never know. You, uh, you see a lot more people that are more likely to... Yeah. Underserved population. Yeah. Yeah, you work in Bro- Brokesville, right? Yeah, you guys deal with, like, people are already, like, quarantined almost. Oh, and we go to, like, I mean, I do a lot of uppity patients and, like, really nice housing developments, you know? Like, I mm-hmm. go into a lot of half-million-dollar homes and people that are very clean and... yeah. Well taken care of. Right. Yeah. The, the well-to-do population. I mean, I go into some grungy houses too. Mm-hmm. Like I went into this shit trailer that looked like no one should be living there. But yeah. I mean, for the most part, I go into nice homes. So yeah, it's the worst though. Is it? How many have, how many houses have you been to that didn't have air conditioning? Only a handful. You shouldn't have to say that. It's Florida. There should, there should have been, the answer should it's have been so zero. Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we have, how many truly, truly poor people have you had to go to their place? Is that the majority of your time? Oh, that's almost every house. Oh my God. I did not realize that city was just Because you got to think, you got to think though, like the type of people I deal with mm-hmm. is, I mean, I deal with the same people. Every day. Frequent flyers. Yeah. Good so to like see you again. That, that <laughs> you know, like hey, they say, it's, hey, it's, 90, it's 99% of the population are, you know, normal law-abiding citizens that you don't really have to deal with. You'd see them whenever, you know, they donate stuff or they, you know, they, you know, thank you for, you know. Thank you for all you do. Yeah. And then the other 1% is the people that we deal with that are like in you know, squatting that are in houses that are oh, abandoned squatters. or um, just homeless, you know, like that we deal with. Um, your normal druggies that are out riding at, you know, four o'clock in the morning, you know, looking at people's garbage and going through the big dumpsters behind the nursing homes and behind the stores. and Those types. Yeah, that's usually what we deal with. What do you charge them for, for going through dumpsters? We really don't. I mean, because people are throwing that stuff away anyways, so. It's just an asshole that probably called him in. That's sad. Yeah. If you have to go through a dumpster, I'm not going to bother you. The only thing, and it's funny because the only thing they really, yeah, the only thing they look for is like flashlights, batteries, and just like random coins and stuff, like random stuff, like. I, don't, I can't even describe it. Like, I mean, but the flashlights, you'll, you'll, if, if you come across like a guy or a girl who is like a doper, does meth or whatever, they're going to have like a couple of broken flashlights, like about nine or 10 freaking double AA, A, triple A batteries. Are they using that and for then, heating up the drugs and shit? Yeah. Because you, you, you yeah. use batteries as a heat source, right? Yeah. Well, they tear it apart and they take what's inside and put it in there. So, but then, um, what a- give them a little bit for like ingenuity. Cause I'll tell you, as someone who's not injecting drugs, I wouldn't have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, Using it's a crazy. Like some of the broken flashlight, I guess you could use the, the bulb even for a spoon if you needed to, because it's glass for injecting. Well, you, they you actually, need a little cup they part. actually hollow them out and that's where they store all their dope is inside the flashlights. See, he would have got away with me. 
the drug. The, I'd, I'd have been looking like for... Like the first time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you only fucked that up one time, yeah. okay? But I've seen, I've seen them hollow out like um, Coke bottles. You know, they actually hollow out the bottom side of a Coke bottle and they'll dump, dump out all the stuff. Or what else was there? Um, oh, uh, like a can of um, the Vienna sausages. My favorite type of sausage. They'll they'll hollow that out. Not really. I'm just and eat all the stuff that's inside, and then like put their dope inside there, and then cap it, like, and it actually looks like it's still meant to full. be there. Yeah. So you got to like go up and twist everything, all the sodas, everything like that. Look inside their polar pops that they have. Oh, polar pop. You check their, the, like the, so if somebody has like a pack of cigarettes, you check between where the box and that metal, you know, aluminum foil is because they'll stuff it back behind there. Um, Yeah, they're, they're freaking smart, man. I'll tell you that. It's a lot of work. It just, it's like... Kids who don't want to do their homework, they find so many ways to, to get out not do it. their homework. Yeah. That is, like it, it takes more energy to get out of doing it than just doing but it. That's that's what my my dad used to tell me that all the time. Like he goes, "You you try so much harder to get out of doing something than you would just to get it done the first time." The kid's gonna be that way. That one. So. Mm-hmm. She already is like that. I'm not gonna make it. She kept saying the other day. Like, she had 22 minutes left of reading. Mm-hmm. It was, like, 6 o'clock. She's like, I'm not going to make it. I'm like, what do you mean? You have 22 minutes left. Like, there's more than 22 minutes left in the day. Like, <laughs> what do you mean you're not going to make it? <laughs> Keep reading. <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's she's going to... You're going to have your hands full, especially, like, in your... Or her high school years. Yeah, because she's only in first grade now, so there's... Yeah. Oh, I'm not excited. Yeah, you're going to have your hands full. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Anyway, we had our good food. We were watching uh, a movie. So I'm curious what everyone else is watching these days. And I'm not watching a whole lot of new shit, generally. I don't know what it is. I either revert back to The Office. The wife, I swear to God, if if it's not... It's Grey's Anatomy. That's... It's always your go-to. It's familiar. I like it. And every see, that's like that's the that's the nurse in you. Like that's like you have to watch that show because of your. It's like me watching live PD or watching cops or you know. Like if I'm just gonna go to sleep, first of all, I know what's happening. I've watched it like 19 times. And second of all, like I can wake up and just be like, oh, I love this episode and watch it again. And it's fine. It's just like just as good as the first time, you know? Did you say mm-hmm. if you're going to sleep? You always go to sleep. Doesn't matter where. Time of day. It's a gift and a curse. You got to quit bringing that blanket out is what it is. As soon as you grab the blanket, it's like, oh, she's halfway there. I like there. my blanket. She's <laughs> halfway there. So. What do you know about me being halfway there? I've been close. I've been close to halfway there. <laughs> so, you like to refer back to the uh, the Greys. Um, before that, we spent almost a year straight of watching ER. It's a great show. That is, it's fabulous. Did you 
watch ER Mark? Mm-hmm. You know, I really? would watch. I would watch Live PD. I told you, like the like last last. I think last time we talked about this, for what our favorite TV show was. Mm-hmm. Or, so like, the only show I usually really watch is The Office. And no, I I take that back. I think what we talked about was our favorite movie. Because it was our favorite movie, and I I said Independence Day. Oh no, a uh, movie that you like that wasn't greatly reviewed. Yes, that's, that's right. what it was. So, but but my TV show that I like watching on a regular is probably The Office. Like that's my go-to. What are you gonna do when Netflix loses it next January? Probably cancel Netflix. <laughs> that's how my. That might be something we do. I don't know. I guess I mean, not because Grey's is on there. I really don't watch because, I mean, I watch a lot, some of the movies that pop up, you know, that are trending and stuff, but they're really, to me, honestly, I'm not like a B or C rated movie enthusiast. So like, if it's on, I'll watch it, I guess. But like, unless it's somebody that I know, you know, then, then I'll watch it, but. Yeah, the older I get, the more out of date I get. I'm telling you, like, I'm not as yeah. up on pop culture. But you watched Extraction, which I haven't. I saved it. It's on my list Yes, to watch. I watched about 27 minutes of it. Oh, so when you said it wasn't good, you meant it wasn't good enough to finish. Yeah, no. No, I, I, I just lost. I mean, it was good. I mean, the... the it wasn't story good. If line you was stopped there. at 27 minutes in, it wasn't good. Yeah, the storyline was there, but then it's like, it's like they wanted such an action-packed movie that they just, they were like literally fighting the entire, like 15 minutes, you know, of the movie, just sitting there hand, you know, fighting each other. Like, all right, just move on. Come on, move on to the next scene, like. Did you watch that new Michael, the new uh, Ryan Reynolds movie? The Six Underground? That's it. With the green. So you, you did watch it? Yes, right? I did. That was, a, that, was, that was a good movie. Was it like that, though? Because like no. the first 18 minutes is just driving through like fucking downtown Paris and blowing shit up. Yeah, but. You like Ryan Reynolds more than you like Hemsworth, isn't it? Well, not just that, but it just, it's, it didn't seem realistic. Like. He's fighting like twenty-seven guys all by hand, mm. and it's like Very Jackie Chan of him. Yeah, yeah. Although I believe it was Jackie Chan. Oh yeah, I yeah. Well, that's fun fact. I or, found out Jackie Chan's five foot ten. Or Bruce Lee. First Chinese dude I ever heard of fucking five ten besides Yao Ming. Well, Yao Ming is like seven three. Yeah. I just thought I didn't realize he was that tall. He looks so little in his movies. So, well, because that's all the other American actors that he, that's he true. does he goes with is like six two, six three. I'm still waiting for Rush Hour Four with Chris Tucker. Do you think they'll make another one? You know they've been to, they've talked about it like six different times. It's it. I swear it's written. It's ready. We but just need see, it to happen. Should they? That's the thing. Like it's almost like it's been long Fast enough. Fast and Furious though. Like just stop. Just stop while they you're should've. ahead. They, sh- they should have stopped because I don't even watch Fast and. That was my favorite trilogy. I haven't even watched the last two. Like I watched, I watched about. the. I liked the first like two or three. That was about it. I, yeah, that's about it. Really, the first two is the ones I watched the most because they're always on USA, and I won't turn them off if they're on. And I like the third one. 
for a completely different reason. Mm-hmm. But we, me and uh, the missus over there who looks like she's half asleep already, we watched. <laughs> Look at it. It's because she's got a belly full of food. She got those Chinese eyes. Yeah, that's right. It's either ooh, a movie, <laughs> food, out. But we watched uh, The Wrong Missy with another Happy Madison production. And I, I was really pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed it. I laughed out loud a bunch of times. And that girl, Dorothea Lauren Lupka, she, she was fucking charming. The charming. What? Nicole said she was crazy, which, yeah, well, yeah, she's crazy, but it's a movie. But she was, she, she played, the, she was the one that carried that movie, I think, overall. And her very abrupt cussing. If you like, if you are not a fan of cussing, don't watch that movie because there's a lot of it between the, the bitch slaps and the fuck. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not for everybody, but it was for me. It was like Billy Madison. I still love that movie. Yeah. Happy Gilmore. What about you, babe? You, you, you can't stay awake for any movie. You liked that movie and you were out a third of the way in. How? She's a sleepy girl. I know. What, what's your go-to excuse now? I don't need an excuse. I've always been a sleepy girl. I'm growing alive. I mean, I might as well use it while I got it. Right? <laughs> I know you're abusing it, though. You can't use it every day. That's why when she says she's eating for two. This <laughs> and I'm drinking for two. That's my go-to. Are you sure you're okay? You've been drinking a lot. Well, I had a pickup for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I am drinking as fairly regularly that I do. Mm. I would fit in in an AA meeting, and in the in the event, look at the motherfucker mm. yawning. Mm. In the mm. event that I would go to the hospital, I would be getting scheduled out of in. How often do you drink? Uh. Most days. Do you drink more than two? Yeah, it doesn't start to taste good until after two. <laughs> so, there, all right, here's a milligram of Ativan. But I, uh, I refilled the keg. Mm-hmm. And God bless it. We reviewed the beer last week with uh, Tony the mayor. Yeah. Isla Mirada. I got it on tap. Bro, you need, you need to try it on tap now because the, the orange citrus that's on it. Yeah. Nailed it. It's yeah. it's so much better on tap versus a can. Because you had, what, two or three cans. Yeah, yeah. Now you have to try it on tap because, like, it doesn't even, t- it's Are not even the same beer. next week? Oh, if it makes it, I doubt then, it. Well. <laughs> I can order another one, though, because it's, yeah. it's like 80 He's bucks. It's worth drinking for two, remember? That's right, and you got to pick it up. Oh, yeah, he is, yeah. Around round of rebound that I am. Yeah. You got to do my part. Carry on this relationship. If I'm going to be happy to do more laundry and more dishes, you can't take the beer while I'm doing it. If you ever thought someone is miserable, take away his joy in life while he's cleaning up after his sleeping wife. Yeah. Hmm? Right? Oh, you're just going to look at me like that, huh? They can't hear that. I mean, I'm sorry that this pregnancy is such an inconvenience for you. It's a burden. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you're the one that's going to gain like, you know, 30, 40 pounds and... Well, drinking this full flavored beer, I might. Stretch your vagina out and feel like there's a kid coming out of your asshole. Like... I'm competing with the stretch marks, though. I got those. Making you feel more secure. It doesn't comfort me. I, I... 
think like, it you would. think it would? Yeah. I'm trying to match. We can be tigers together. Then you guys can take those maternity pictures together. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Stand side by side. Yeah. Watch them grow. <laughs> Our bellies. I mean. <laughs> Our kid will look back at those and be like, "But I mean, for is her- daddy a girl?" But for her sake, mm-hmm. though. She, I mean, you did kind of contribute in the process, so... It was all him. <laughs> it was all him. Well, that's usually how it works. I that's mean, right. I did all the work. <laughs> yeah. It was 13 seconds <laughs> of work that he put in, and here I am. Hmm. 13 seconds, huh? On a good day. You gave me some credit. <laughs> I'm certain it was less. <laughs> all right, so... I know some decent stories. I did find out that Mark here is a, a right winger. Mm. You know, <laughs> look, he's like, mm, got me. <laughs> so he doesn't like to talk politics, which. <laughs> Most people don't because I, even like doing a podcast, it probably makes sense to not even really discuss politics a whole lot because immediately. Well, see, here's the thing out. too. Here's the thing too. Like, I'm not that type. Where, oh, yeah, you know, pro-Trump, uh, make America great again. Let's, you know, kill all the Jews, you know, like. You don't have a uh, Trump hat? No. A so, but hat? like, But it's, like, I'm more, like, I'm a conservative libertarian, I guess you would say. Like, I mean, I'm more. Hey, you know, you're a cop. And in Michigan, this is you saw the stuff that happened, right? Okay. Which stuff? The pro-gun release our state. The the right wingers that charged the the people from Michigan with full like, semi-automatic rifles charged the state. I don't even know what building it was. Mm-hmm. And I, demanded I saw, to be free. I saw it. Like I didn't. See, and that's the thing. So like, those were conservatives. Every, everybody's like, everybody's like, oh, shitting on cops, like right to their face, fully armed and ready to roll. Yeah, but I don't he, know how someone didn't get shot. There was literally one arrest. You know who got arrested? A protester that was beating the shit out of another protester. The people with guns in their hands. Yeah, but see, the, the thing like with me is like, I keep up on current events and stuff like that, but. If it has to do with like, you know, the, if it has to do with that type of stuff, like stupid shit, like I don't, I don't like watching it. I don't think that's newsworthy. I mean, I feel like there's other things that are going on that, you know, could take that, you know, prime eight o'clock, nine o'clock slot. You know what I mean? Give me some good news, Matt. Yeah. The news never gives good news. It's always an hour of, you know, depressing topics. There's yeah. never a topic that you're like, oh, wow, I'm so glad I listened to that. Like, you leave it thinking, oh, my God, like, I'm going to bring life into this world and it's about to fucking implode because all of mankind is about to just die. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you are after some good news, John Krasinski does a YouTube channel now that he's done, like, eight episodes. It's called Some Good News, mm-hmm. which is, it's all about inspiring shit. I should have watched more of it. I watched one episode, but... In, because it was almost too nice. Mm-hmm. And he, didn't seem real. I'm trying to keep up on sports and everything, and he's just too upbeat. Yeah. So. We, so, I mean, yeah. So, like I said, it's just, I, I, 
I would classify myself as like a conservative, you know, libertarian. Like, I'm not like, you yeah. know, yes, I like, I like my guns. Um, I mean, I like my guns. But I mean, I'm not going to be, you know, Yosemite Sam over here just, you know. Yeah, but why does it have to be, I like my guns or you can't have your guns? Like, that's the thing about exactly. politics is why yeah. is there no middle ground on anything? Like, either you're an ignorant well, rebel that's, that's flag changed, flying. That's changed within the last 15 years, I feel like. Because I feel like the whole political process has I blame the divided people. Well, and that's, that's that's basically what, what it's it is. Meant, I mean, that's what it's meant to do is it does divide people. But, like, it's crazy to think that, you know, it's either, like, I want my guns and, like, oh, my God, I would never vote you know, this way because they're going to take my guns away or, you they know, can't. you can't have any guns. Away. Like, it's just, it's crazy to me. Like, why, first off, it's proven when you take something away, it's only, like, people are still going to acquire it. This yeah. is not. Well, that's the thing. I, I was watching, <laughs> this is how I feel. You Drugs know, are old. illegal still, right? Yeah. Oh, it's everywhere still. Yeah. That's like, I was watching 60 Minutes last night. And they were talking Wait, about- how old are you? Yeah, yeah. That's why I said. It makes me feel old. I was watching 60 Minutes last night and they were talking about ghost guns and how California has one of the strictest gun control laws. But just in the past six months, they had, it was 126,000 um, cases of ghost guns that they found just in Los Angeles County. That was, that was literally, you know, within six months. And the sheriff- of Los Angeles County um, came on there and was talking about how these guns are made. Um, there's actually stores that are actually still, they're, they're able to sell these guns and, you know, put, because what they do is they, they can divide the, um, they can build certain parts to this gun and then they give you a kit that you, you attach to the gun that you can actually drill out holes and, you know, stuff like that to actually make these guns work like, you know, because according to the government, these aren't classified as guns. Um, and so, like, they they went to act the, there was a director of the alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. Um, they interviewed him. They talked about him and everything like that and, you know, how they're trying to crack down on him. But it's like whenever they get one, there's 17 more that are made, you know, and then they talked to the, um, store owner that actually sells these parts to these guns um, that, you know, he doesn't think that he's doing anything wrong, which um, is kind of ridiculous. But because I feel like if if the only thing that I don't agree with is that they're not they don't they're not labeled, they don't have serial numbers or anything like that. And you can make them fully auto. You can make them whatever you want. Um, but with with cheap those cheap as shit, too, ain't they? They actually look legit. Like they're, they're actually, you can get them, you know, they have, they're weighted the same. Um, the stocks or the handles and stuff are all the same. Um, the only thing is the different, you know, variations and, you know, stuff that you customize on them. But, um, Make that, them look like a little bit like a Call of Duty gun versus yeah, exactly that, like a Beretta or. Yeah, that, and they, um, they don't have serial numbers. But the thing with that is, is a lot of these companies, you'll notice that they reuse serial numbers. A lot of companies out there, you'll have, you can have a, a nine mil um, 
1911 have the same serial number as a Glock 17. You know, but it's just, it's it's kind of pointless as, as far as that standpoint goes. But that's where ballistics, I guess, comes into play because I mean you're gonna see yeah. you're gonna see the pattern and the yeah. The, and the if you have you right. have you have somebody runs a you know with our agencies and stuff like that, you can have people they run the gun to see if it's stolen or if it's you know ever been involved in a crime or anything like that, and um, it'll it'll all show up, but it attaches that serial number to it. So if you run a serial number and it comes back to like I said a nine a Glock nineteen. And, it, and you're holding a 1911. You know, you know that this isn't the gun that they, that was they were talking about. I didn't even um, realize they reuse serial numbers. I guess it makes yeah. sense. Eventually, I'm sure there's probably cars out there, one way, shape, or form that shares well, a cars, VIN number. Cars are a little bit because those are mandated um, by the auto industry. But with with like I said, that's that's what their that whole regulation thing that they're trying to put into effect is to regulate that more and to regulate how people get these parts to these ghost guns. So um, now as, uh, man, I feel bad talking about politics so much because people are going to hate me, but as a cop and a conservative, are you for a little bit more regulation to con- try to control that? I... And like see, ghost guns, because like uh, clearly... You have to find a way to slow that down because there's just it's only it's really putting you guys at risk. And see, that's the thing with ghost guns. If if you're a law-abiding citizen, there should be no reason why you can't own a firearm. You right. know, you know whether I mean you, there should be no legal reason you are not allowed to own a firearm. Now, if you're a convicted felon, or you're a sexual predator, or you know, whatever, um, you're not allowed to have, you can't own a firearm. So legally, oh, with states that are regulating their serial numbers on these guns, this is how they go around doing that, um, is buying these ghost guns. Fucking people. But, so I figure, I feel like if they regulate, it's just, it's it's something that they're they're taxing more on, but it may help a little bit, but, I mean... We regulate people, you know, using dope and selling drugs and all that other stuff, and it's still out there. I mean, it's not going to go away. You know? Yeah, they're, they're already out there, so whatever's been made is still going to be an issue. Yeah, and they're going to have people that are still going to be doing it. and So, I mean, you can't fully get rid of it, so um, I feel like regulating it to the best you can is, is probably all that you're going to do. I have a terrible pivot, speaking of pedophiles and everything. How long do you think a jail sentence should be for a pedophile? What do you mean as far as like, what's their sentence? What should it be? Like, uh, oh, like, like how much Jared time? from Fogel, you know, Jared Fogel from Subway. How, what do you think should happen to him? He'd already been trying to get after. See, I'm, I'm a firm believer at, in an eye for an eye. I was, I was raised, you know, old fashioned, I guess. So, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure you can even fix a pedophile. Like, like you, I feel like if if wired in their brain wrong to get enjoyment from that. Like, there's chemical something going on to where. No, I don't think you can fix that. I don't think you can rehab that. I don't think you can Wellbutrin that affects her. I don't feel like you can drug that, send that to rehab. That's 
It's like, I don't, I don't want to touch little kids anymore. No, you're mm. still thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. Like every playground yeah. you drive by, you're looking. Yeah. No. Although deemed cruel and unusual punishment, I think chemical castration is probably, a, should be a thing. But still. Because it's in the but brain. But with me, it's like they still can perform. It's still a mental like yeah. you think some of them can form some of them can't if you chemically castrate some you can no longer get an erection period still but they can go and harm somebody else that's what i'm saying true mm-hmm. it's under my so, list of thing of punishments it wouldn't be the only punishment yeah but it's one of those things like you have to me it's something in the brain it is wired wrong but i also think it can be passed on like genetic yeah i, th- I think that like if well, you're i mean mental illnesses are passed down so right, i think so i feel like that's one of those things that would pass if you yeah. Well, I feel like, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm a firm believer in an eye for an eye and that's with anything. I mean, if you go and you murder somebody or you help somebody in a, in a murder, you know, you technically didn't kill them yourself, but you were there and you assisted. I, I honestly feel like you should get the death penalty. Um, if it's like, like we were talking about earlier with like drug related charges if it's something minor that, you know, you, you, if it's marijuana, heroin, cocaine, whatever it may be, like that program, you know, putting them on a program or anything like that. Marijuana, it's kind of hard to put people on a program for marijuana. I mean, that's just, now, that's just, so. you know, that's just retarded. But as far as like cocaine goes or, you know, meth or anything like that, if there's a program that they could go on that doesn't go and shut them down, after they get done or after their, um, you know, taxpayers' insurance money comes and is done paying, then they just throw them back out on the street. That doesn't help them. That just puts them right back in the same boat that they... Yeah, they're right back know. in the chance to do it again. Exactly. Because, and I mean, but with, if you had something that kind of weaned them back into society and, and put them in a place where they can actually go and um, contribute to society... I feel like that, that that may help out rather than locking them up for four or five years for a simple possession charge. Um, it's crazy that a possession charge is that long. Because when you really think about possession, you know, oftentimes, now I don't mean all the time, but most of the time, maybe not even most of the time, an addict is hurting themselves the most. So to me, I mean... Well, the reason those charges are that long is because they've done it so many times and it, they they're like they'll get what's called a VOP which is violation of parole mm-hmm. or probation probation whatever right. their your officer puts them on so that charge is higher than the actual possession charge sometimes mm-hmm. so if you have somebody that has six um, minor possession charges that are misdemeanor you know marijuana charges but yet they violate him because he comes to the office to go get tested. He pisses hot. They violate his probation. That's he's that's a that's a felony. Like a mandatory minimum sort of thing. So and what if you have no yeah. priors though, and like you get pulled over and they find your bag of dope? That's all up to the judge. I mean, that's that's whatever the judge feels. You know, they have a, a guide a rule book that they can go by, um, and that's like their their guideline. You can have some judges that'll go to the minimum. You can have some judges that. You know, they Max didn't want to go to work that day, and, yeah. you know, and they stiff everybody with the, the maximum, you know, thing. Um, but a lot of them right now, because of everything going on, 
they're putting them on probation for minor the minor offenses um, and letting the um, probation officers take care of it. And if they if they violate, they violate. Then they go and they have to serve. So say you go in. Take them from a 60-day sentence to a six-month sentence. Yeah, say they go and they're like, oh, well, we can, we can put you on a, uh, um, a two-year probation or we can do three years consecutive. Oh, and then, Jesus Christ. So the people will go and be like, oh, yeah, I can, you know. But the the way the system is, it's like they're, yes, they're on such a strict guideline, but it's like these people, they don't know how to not do drugs. I mean, they've done it for so long. So if do you expect them, you know, by next week to be clean and to go and, and not do drugs and come into the office and not piss dirty... That's like, you know, it's it's hard. But um and then it's also almost impossible to change precedent that was set. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's the thing too is like when they violate them, they're literally just putting them back in the system. And that's why we have these repeat offenders that, you know, like I said the 1% that I usually will deal with, you know, 2 years later they're back out doing the same thing. Stealing, you know, cars, um, stealing bikes, you know, meth houses, you know, doing drugs and stuff like that. And it's, it just, it's, it's sad now, but like if you had drug charges that are like trafficking or intent to sell or stuff like that, then yes. I, Quantities. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, we but, can't have no Pablo Escobar over here. Right. But, but I mean, how do you think that you rehab people? Like you think about the demographic that you work with. And I mean, you deal with that every day. It's not something that I deal with all that often anymore since I left the hospital. But you see the lives that these people live. Like they live in a shit area. They live in a shit I've, house. I've had, I've had people come up to me and, and you know, this guy, he was living in the woods and um he's like mark he's like i just need help my family you know my family just you know doesn't even talk to me um his brother started living out in the woods with him started doing dope with him his brother's maybe two years younger than he is and he's now he's right out there with him and i mean how do you change that like i think about you know, like we didn't come, I mean, we didn't come from money or anything, but we didn't come from that either. I mean, yeah. how do you, when you watch, you think their parents probably do drugs, you know, if even if their parents don't do drugs, like that's what they know, that's what they grew up with. That's. I feel like, I don't think that if, so some family, I mean, some, it, yeah, that may have came from, you know, watching their, their parents do drugs or, you know, some of them is they have been abused as a child and that is something that gives them a release or gives them, you know, so they don't have to think about that type of stuff or anymore or whatever the case may be. But I feel like if you try to give them help, they have to be willing to do it, to go through with it. Right. Absolutely. I mean, and that's the thing is, you know, they say like people have to hit rock bottom and I mean, I kind of believe that. I don't know. Everybody's bottom is a different place, but you can't help somebody that doesn't want help. Yeah. You know, it's your... Like they say, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. 
Right. So if but you, let's say someone does really want help. Like, you think, like, how do you dig yourself out of that? Like, that's how I feel. Like, when you're in, like, I've never been that low in my life. Like, mm-hmm. I've never been where I lived in the fucking woods, mm-hmm. had no money. You know, the money that I did get, I was spending on dope. Like, who knows what those people do for food? Like, where you really have nothing. Like, you don't even have a nice outfit to go put on to go do job interviews. Mm-hmm. You don't even have that. Like, how the fuck do you dig yourself up from that? Like, you need someone to say, listen, get yeah. your shit together. Yeah. Come stay with me for a couple weeks. Well, that's why we kind of have the behavioral units um, that kind of help out with that. But with them, they're so jam-packed now that it's like, it's almost like what we were talking about before with like, I was asking you guys about, um, you know, with our population down here growing at an exponential amount, you know, with all the people that are moving down here and everything like that. Is there new facilities that are opening to alleviate that that amount There's or is it just shortage. doctors offices that are just taking more and more in because of the they're greedy the other big problem is like medicare laws and everything like that dictate that you see 40 or 50 patients a day mm-hmm. just to break even which you cannot get a good patient history you can't treat effectively seeing that many patients a day i learned and that's to me that reminds me of a freaking lawn care company Right. You're just there just to cut a lawn and, and move on. Well, I See mean, you know? unfortunately, if you're going to be success, financially successful, that is what it breaks down to. And that's really fucked up. Because but see, then again, that doesn't help. That doesn't help trying to get that person the actual treatment that they need. I mean, and unfortunately, we're in a, a you know, a pay, the pay your way is, is our, you know, society is, you know, with the healthcare industries, you know, we don't have a, a area where we can take in people and treat them and, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't cost them, but they, you know, so say we go and set them up with a job or, you know, I, I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about like giving this guy, you know, five years of, of free health insurance or, you know, a job and, you know, paying him, you know, at six figures or whatever. What I'm saying is set him up give him the tools that he can go. So like after the army, they, they, if you did, if you were in the army, you, you did your four years, you got out, so you were in the military. So, I mean, you did, you were in the Navy. And so you got out you did, you took your GI bill. Right. So yeah. you, you did a service. So they repaid you for it. Right. So like if, if I feel like if you can have somebody go and finish that type of treatment or whatever, give them a, a, a tool that they can go back to school and learn a trade. It doesn't have to be out of a book or out of a college or anything like that. Give them a trade. Let them go learn plumbing for six months. Let them or go and do something. They could do that during that year because you have to think, like, you can only go to things, you know, to AA meetings so many times in a day. Yeah. Like, make them, like, hold them accountable to, like, checking in and out at certain times. Which obviously, like, that would have to, it would have to be steps. Like, you can't just let an addict out on day one. But, you know, maybe after, like, 90 days of being in a program, Mm -hmm. then you could say, okay, like, if you want to go for one of, these are the skills that we've partnered with. Kind of like what they have in the jails, the trustees. Right, you know, know, and you can go learn to be, you know, plumber, electrician, like, you know, whatever. And, you know. Do they have work release down here? Yeah. It's, well, it's regulated work release. So, like, in the jails, they have... Um, if you're there, depending on how long your, your uh, sentence is for, 
Like we have guys that are in the jails that um, they're in there for like two or three years and it's missed. It's like small stuff. Um, but if they go and they, they'll go out and they'll like wash our cars and stuff like that, wash all the patrol cars or whatever. Um, and they're on the trustee program. So like if they do that and they don't get in trouble or they don't have any incidents or get written up for anything, then they get 30 days knocked off their sentence. Uh, so like we had true work release where you would go and work in a random factory. You would have someone drive you to work. Mm-hmm. You would work in the factory and like another family member would like drive you back to the jail. Oh yeah. And, no. Like it was almost like probation, but you slept at night in jail. You didn't yeah, make no. shit for wages, well, but I mean, it was a, co- but we had a bunch of little, I mean, they do factories. that. They do that with, I mean, you see the people on the side of the road and stuff like that with the, the DCI and, um, you're not learning a trade though. You're cutting, cutting grass. Well, that's, uh, they're, they're contributing to the, the county. They're contributing to society by all the ditches and stuff like that, the plumbing and everything like that. That's, that's all they're looking at it is it's free labor. Yeah. So like we but, did, it was a metal die casting company. Like it had, it wasn't a government entity. It was just mm-hmm. a factory that had a contract, but, uh, they, you, you, they'd work Four days a week, generally in one day, he would have to go meet with like a PO. Yeah. So he was good dude. Just a couple bad, bad decisions in his life fucked it all up. But the reason I brought up pedophiles and mandatory minimums, that's my asshole of the week today. Yeah, I didn't show you the story or you the story. Utah CEO, 210 days in jail. 13 thousand images and videos of infant toddler porn and bestiality videos. See, that's that's just... 210 days in jail. But see, there's a there's legal guidelines as far... And I, I'm not trying to justify it or anything, but there is legal guidelines as far as what holds the courts accountable and... I just can't who's, believe it. who's who's to say what the right sentence is for somebody? I mean, who's to say that? I mean, yes, it's up to the judge to enforce it and everything like that. But I mean, I can't go and say yes. I can go and yeah, I want that guy to rot in prison. I mean, he doesn't deserve to be, you know, let out. But there are facilities that hold people like that. Like yeah. there's. Um, a place out by where I work that that's, it's like a jail for those type of people. That's all they have there. And they're there forever. I mean, oh, but it's like, it's so just crazy me to read a that. Really fucked up segue that I'm going to say who pays for that facility? Taxpayers. So our tax money goes to keeping scum of the earth. And see, that's the thing too. It's a catch 22. You're paying, taxpayers are paying for them to be in there but yet people don't want them to be released because then they're back out doing it again. Right. You know what I mean? So what do you do? Kill them. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Listen, it's way cheaper. I, you know, this is a big problem in a lot of aspects of the world. I'll even say it in healthcare. Long-term care facilities, people that are indefinitely going to be on a vent. You're never going to come off a ventilator. Mark, on your way home, you're going to get into a car accident and you're going to be brain dead 
and you're going to be on a ventilator and you're literally just going to be a vegetable forever. Mm -hmm. So now we're going to put you in this long-term care facility who has six vent beds because no one gets any money for it. And you don't, you know, you've got insurance, sure, but you weren't on the job when this happened. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like it's not really- So now your family has a whole bunch of bills. It's not really actually going to get paid for. Your care costs way more than the money that you're going to get. Why do we keep these people alive? Like it's such a drain on society. That's just like that's just like jail sentences too. You have they say, Oh yeah, he got three years and a thirty thousand dollar fine. He ain't worried about that thirty thousand dollar fine. That's not gonna get paid. No. I mean hell, his credit score is three. He's not gonna pay <laughs> a thirty thousand dollar fine. No, who give a fuck about that? You know what I mean? So it, that's it's the same way, um, as far as that goes, but Having troubles there? Always. Keep telling her mic on the microphone, mouth on the microphone. Like a beatboxer. Well, it needs to be close enough to catch it. <laughs> don't, don't act like you're going to like that mic if you're not licking this mic. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Oh. <laughs> I'm so pleased with yourself. Oh, I loved it. I'm fucking brilliant. Oh, well. Way to go from pedophilia to blowjobs. <laughs> I mean, we went from pedophilia to killing people to blowjobs. At least it's crime. Yeah. I don't know. I'm probably sure that I just offended a lot of people, but I just, you know, I see people taking up ICU beds on a vent for months, and it's like they're dead. They're already dead. I mean, we do it to dogs, technically. We do. Well, other countries... I, I think Sweden is one. They do physician-assisted suicide. Like, they do euthanize humans. Do it in Seattle. Oregon, I believe, too, as well. It was one of the first states to pass it. And, you know, it's nobody wants to hear that because it's their meemaw or it's their pappy or it's their spouse. Yeah. But, like, I mean, good God, if I have a terminal diagnosis, please just shoot me up with a bunch of drugs and let me die. Or let me have someone aid myself in doing it so I don't put the burden on somebody else. Yeah, I won't put the burden on you. I'll do it to myself. Shit, I don't want to live like that. I'm just literally so debilitated. I can't push the syringe. Help me out. Nor do I want to cost my family and society, you know, tens of hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like medical care isn't cheap. And I just, I don't know why, when our society got, like, we're so soft, we just want to keep people alive forever. It's not reality. Mortality is real. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to die. Sooner or later, man. I'm going to die, too. It's okay. It's not the worst thing that can happen to you. Your dog is just trying to go nuts right now. Yeah, she's just trying to get in the way of everything. Wants to be part of the show, guys. (laughs) <laughs> She's in. Give her a little guest appearance. She can't bark. She can. Uh, yeah, yeah. Only when you put. Yeah, only when she's sick and we put her in her pen. Like that's the only time you ever fucking hear. Her. Yeah. All right. So, we brought the smartest one in the house in to talk a little bit about the coronavirus, which everything's opening back up. Phase two starts on Monday. So everything, including. The gym. Anytime fitness opens up Monday morning. Yeah, who's going? That's my plan. I already pay for it. We'll Not see, though. We'll guy. see how much booze is in my system. It's Mark, hard to work out. Mark and I will be snuggled up in our beds still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true, probably. 
but you're going to the salon Monday at nine. I changed it to five so I could just really enjoy it at the end of my day. Being rubbed by someone with a mask and I'm probably gonna have to wear a mask and it's really gonna detract from my enjoyment. Will it though? Cause you can have them janky ass nails. I mean, it is gonna detract from my enjoyment. <laughs> I'm a little over three months pregnant and I'll tell you wearing a mask for an extended period of time fucking sucks. I don't wanna breathe in my own breath over and over and over <laughs> again. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm surprised like Crest can Crest and Colgate they not marketing their on sto- that. Their stock their stocks probably have shot up because of all the they toothpaste they're market selling. on that. Like people last are, people three are, hours <laughs> in your mask. Yeah. Like we already have the we have the four hour breath mints. Like people are people are like, oh shit, my breath actually freaking stinks smells right now. Like, <laughs> like remember when you were in middle school and they're like, lick your hand and smell it. Yeah. It always smells like shit. What do you mean? Like yeah. no one's ever licked their hand and been like, ooh. I'll never forget Colin Conway did that. It smells like, awful. Smell it. it does. It fucking stinks. It's bad. What is that? I don't know why it does. Even if you have fresh minty breath, if you lick your hand and smell it, it's, it's fucking foul. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, Oh, this well. whole this whole reopening thing and I don't know. Are you know. nervous? You think no. you think there's gonna be you're at risk, you're seeing motherfuckers every day. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's like there's only like I was telling Nicole, there's only certain places where I wear a mask or I put gloves on. You know, it's like if I'm dealing with somebody, I'm gonna put gloves on. But I'm not like the eighty percent of people out there that are you know, wearing gloves to the grocery store, then to the bank, then to, you know, pick up their kids. And, and then so your in phone. your car yeah. on your way somewhere with your windows rolled up when you're all alone, you're not no. gloved and masked? No. I so just want to knock on their window and be like, you're a dumb fuck and you're part of the problem. Yeah. I already yell at the people going the wrong way down the aisles of Publix. I don't, yeah. I'm not the police. A lady the other day, she forgot something and she made eye contact with me and I was in my scrubs and she just kind of looked at me and she looked at the down at the wrong way thing and I looked at her and I said, I'm not the police. You come get what you need. I mean, really? How is how are the arrows helping, anyways? You, it's so you don't cross and breathe. I understand. Well, why do you ask them? I don't think because now I have to walk up and down every single aisle. You know what sucks? I is have if to you're, get if you're all that my guy, cooties. If you're that guy who like farts and everybody else has to walk through your fart cloud. <laughs> 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 Like they can't just go and turn around. It's like, nah, you're committed now, man. Like, <laughs> it's unfortunate. But with this whole thing, I mean, if you have to, if you have, if you have to glove up or if you have to put a mask on, obviously do it. But take your gloves off whenever you're done. Sanitize your hands. Wash your hands. Like people don't. Who would have thought? I just washing don't. Your I don't think that we. Such a big deal. I don't think that we have. We should have to explain. Third, There's you know, directions kindergarten over again. Hygiene. Yeah. on a yeah. shampoo bottle. So I just, this is a really good, I, I feel like we have to put directions on a shampoo bottle. Like, why do I have to say that you put it in your hand, rinse, you, rinse, you lather, lather repeat, right? and then you rinse it. There's some like, dumbass still this shouldn't have to be said. You said repeat. Yeah. So, I mean, quite frankly, the fact that we have to tell people to wash their hands, you know, it's disturbing, but... You look at the things we have to put instructions on so we don't have lawsuits, and it's, you know, yeah. it's explained. Yeah. There's, there's a, always, like they say, there's always one. There's a, there's, there's a really popular video that's getting banned as quickly as it puts up that it already made an impact. I'm certain you watched the video. 
the the pandemic with Judy M. I don't know. Micah Betts. Yeah, see, it made an impact. You knew her last name, and you only watched it once. Well, I read a little bit as well. She, we have watched the conspiracy theory with Jesse Ventura, and you know, just every conspiracy theory video and stuff out there, there's. A, Small amounts of truth involved in it, but it's also mentioning a lot of broad statements that are intended to scare the shit out of you, which is what I feel that like the that whole five G tower network thing. Holy fuck me! Yeah, way to destroy hundred thousands of dollars of towers, saying that the coronavirus is caused by five G towers. Yeah, but. This video was passed hundreds of thousands of times in no time flat, just, and now it's getting pulled down by everybody. But I, I'm, I'm concerned that all these people sharing this video and the third grade reading level average of the United States, people are going to think that it's real and it, it is the gospel because the government doesn't want you to know. That's why they're pulling it down. Did you know in the judicial system that, well, in... So our reports, whenever we write reports, it used to be on an 11th grade reading level. Did you know because of the jury's, uh, what is it, comprehension? Yep. Lack of. Yeah. They, they, stay, they say that as long as you write your reports to a 8th to 9th grade reading level, that's what they want your reports to be written. So as. I looked up literacy rates kind of after I watched Plandemic and you're... You, read some of the comments and some of the things that people are saying and they just sound so ignorant and you think to yourself like these people are in the world that we live in <laughs> and yeah. it's I mean it's kind of disturbing it was like 30 something percent of people were elementary like I mean super elementary yeah and then it was another like 30 percent that were like fifth to sixth grade, I think. Yeah. And it was a really, really small, like less than 20% of people that had a high school, college, and then like graduate level was, it was less than 10%. It, it is a really, and yeah. it's crazy because you think we have doctors, we we have what we should be considering like an educated society. Yeah. Like yeah. we have doctors, nurse practitioners, PAs, just in the medical field. And then you think of lawyers, all those mm -hmm. people. They want you to have a bachelor's Not degree. Not even I mean, all manager. those people can probably comprehend at the level they're supposed to be comprehending at. Yeah. So, I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all, but... Yeah, and it's like when I saw that, I was like, really? I feel so. like it, she took a lesson from the, the Donald Trump handbook. He mm -hmm. threw out buzzwords that scare people. Mm-hmm. You don't need sources because if you say it and you have an authoritative tone and you have an authoritative title because she's a virologist. So she is a doctor. Mm -hmm. She's saying it's wrong. And then you have a couple other people saying, if you sound, if you sound like you know what the fuck you're talking about, people are going to believe you. Yeah. And I feel like she, the whole thing was meant to scare because, you know, six days after the documentary, really mockumentary yeah. came out they have just debunked so much of her stuff where she said she got arrested with no charges no she had charges there was warrants out that's what i was like we don't go and just take people to, yeah there's times where i just want to take somebody to jail but 
you know, they're acting out being an asshole, but there's, always there's no statute for being an asshole. Like, <laughs> there should be. Just, you know, you don't think that anybody's ever been arrested with allegations. And here's the thing: as long as long as the and this is this is what gets officers kind of that if if we have to, all we have to have is reasonable suspicion. Right. Probable cause has to be for us to make an arrest, probable cause has to be made. You're holding um, people. Yes. But what so, is probable cause? Like that's very we, subjective. Well, probable cause for we, the law. Yeah. I, I so, realize that, but it's very subjective. A lot of laws. Is there's a the statutes all have a checklist. So if this this person did this, they did this, they did this, they classify for breaking said law. So then that's that's your probable cause. So whenever somebody takes it to court, it has to be proved with on a with on beyond a reasonable beyond doubt. a reasonable doubt. So that's where you know you could have somebody that's arrested for you know like DUIs. People are arrested for DUIs all the time until it was proven beyond a reasonable doubt. You know they they won't get charged with it. So. You could have somebody that, that's why a lot of people, they get it knocked down to If you don't know, driving. don't blow. Yeah, if you get it knocked down to reckless driving or something like that. Um, it's just Lawyer. One of those, yeah. Lawyer. Lawyer. You can pull over and Lawyer, don't say shit. Nothing you say can help you. No. I don't know. I, just, uh, I watched that pandemic again, and then I sent the video to Dr. Rob. He's had a busy weekend. He hasn't watched it yet. He intends to. So I wanted to know, like, from a, a true scientist. Yeah, like what he thinks about exactly. it, you know. I mean, and that's the thing is it's crazy to see like somebody in the medical community saying some of the things that she was saying, especially um, when she talked about the vaccines and how there's never been a vaccine ef effective against an RNA virus. But some of the biggest vaccines that we have eradicated, like measles, mumps, rubella, um, polio, were RNA viruses. So, I mean. Bam. Debunked. That was something that I don't know why she said that. I don't know. If you don't look it up, you don't know. So that's what I'm saying. Like if you sound like, you know, she's a virologist, so she knows. She knows the statements that she made were false. Absolutely. She knows that. Um, but I mean, you know, she did, she made some blanket statements that could be interpreted however you want them to be interpreted. She made some, you know, some statements about, how social distancing could be ultimately to our detriment and that we need herd immunity. Now, earlier, Mark brought up, you know, and again, this is like a tread lightly when you say this, but are we going to be under quarantine until there's no more germs in the world or are we going to be under quarantine until the election's over? I mean, we're not under quarantine now. I agree. We're not. However. We watch traffic. Yeah, I People agree. People are out. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily, I don't really think this is election related. I mean, this is a global issue. I think that this is bigger than us. And I think that, you know, it's kind of naive to say it's just going to end after the election. Now, if it ends in like December or January, we see this huge resurgence in like October and then all of a sudden it's just over. I mean, it's kind of fishy. There's always got to be a boogeyman, right? It's pretty mm -hmm. fishy. There is a boogeyman, you know? There is a boogeyman. There always is. That's why all news is bad news on the internet. But, I mean, on that same token, you know, 
Are we going to see a huge resurgence because people have kept their kids home for the last two and a half, three months? I mean, are we going to have to start second grade with our kid online because of this? Like, how long are you supposed to stay home? When is it going to be safe? You know, we're supposed to flatten the curve for the healthcare system. And then, I mean, what? When is it safe then? Like, how do you really know? You don't know. And I mean, yeah, you don't have a test subject that you can go and, you know, put people in into or no, you know, plan it all by plus year. Plus, our testing. I just read yesterday um, the rapid test that many, many, many facilities are using through um, Abbott, Abbott, which is a huge company. It's initially they found that it had like a fifteen to twenty percent inaccuracy rate um, with false negatives. They're saying as many as forty eight percent could be false. So and still have the and they could still be COVID positive. So that's that's fucking half. That's, that's just a, half. Like that's we'll a just shot say in it. the dark. That's yeah. like saying, well, you might have it. You might not have it. Yeah. Well, you know, we all might have it. We all might not have it. Like that's yeah. just a bullshit. That's crazy. That's Why not even a good fucking test? test? Like, that, yeah, that's just a not. Why even test? test? Like just treat by symptoms then. You know, because quite frankly. Does it matter if you have COVID? It's just contributing to a fucking statistic. Is it going to change is your that, course is, of treatment? That's, is, that's what they do with the flu, though, too. Isn't it? Is they just treat for symptom? They don't. Well, and yeah, that's there's the no thing antibody. Is, you can't treat a virus with it's antibiotics. It's a virus. That's what I'm saying. So, like, would it be the same as trying to treat the flu with a? Ideally, yes, but this drug affect or this virus affects the respiratory system in such a terrible way. You can't treat symptoms like with the regular flu, it's fluids. But if you're having severe respiratory issues, you're going to be ventilated. Well, on that. Okay, so, and here's another thing, though, that we have to realize is that there have been many, 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 many studies done in the last few weeks saying that venting with COVID is not going to lead to an ideal outcome. So that would be one positive to know that if it is COVID, although you would think at this point, look at the symptoms, it's COVID, treat it as though it is COVID. You know, venting people has not been all that successful. That's true, but they the, say well, the, the tummy time thing. Proning, yes, but even proning pr- prior to ventilation, even high flow oxygen and, and proning them when they're not vented has been shown to have a higher rate of efficacy than venting patients. I would rather that anyway. I mean, being vented is traumatic, it's awful. The issue is because it's a completely new novel virus, the we don't know the long-term effects. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people getting discharged from the hospital, previously healthy, are now leaving the hospital on oxygen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it sh- it's shown a lot of pulmonary fibrosis-like, as in you don't have the tinsel strength in uh, You lose contractility of your, of your lung, basically. Instead of being able to completely inflate and deflate with your, with your respirations, mm-hmm. Your, your lungs are like fibrotic. They harden mm-hmm. so that instead of getting that contractility that you're supposed to have when yeah. you take these deep breaths, you just don't have that, you know? So. Yeah. Flexed forearm to relaxed forearm. It's just not as, mm. it's just not there. Mm. Okay. That's how it appears. Yeah. But when they say people are otherwise healthy, like. What is otherwise healthy? Here's my thing. I have admitted patients who have told me that they had no heart disease and then they hand me their bag of medications. Sir, please tell me if you have no cardiac history, why are you on Bumex, Metoprolol, 
amlodipine, losartan, and you have a PRN metolazone for a weight gain greater than 10 pounds. <laughs> Looks to me like you have heart failure. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I hesitate to say that all these patients were otherwise healthy. And not only that, but we also see COVID being listed as a, a reason for death and mm-hmm. instances which it may not have been. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw, um, gosh, I don't, I don't even remember where I saw that statistic actually, but $13,000 are getting, hospitals are being paid for COVID being listed as a diagnosis. That's goes what up I, I to, heard that too, that like, because if the diagnosis was COVID, yep. the hospital get, gets paid more. 13 grand. And then it's 39 grand. Is if, that per patient? Per yes. patient. But so- you want to blame doctors and everything for that. Well, blame the system for that. Why are you paying more for this diagnosis? I can tell you the money is not going down to the people that are actually taking care of the COVID patients because nurses are being furloughed and their pay is being cut. So, And see, that's what I don't understand because if that's... Well, a nurse isn't right in cause of death. I recognize that, but I'm just telling you the money is not trickling down to where it should be going. Where is that money going? right into the fucking CEO's back pocket like it always does. You're right. And so I'm saying don't blame doctors for that and all that. I don't. Yeah. You're not. That's the hospitals themselves. I, it's the corporations. It's, the, it's, the it's system. corporate America. Yeah. Why is Medicare paying that money? Why? Yeah. Medicare shouldn't be paying extra money just because a diagnosis says what it is. Yeah. Because everything comes down to the bottom dollar. So this, this I mean, and I may offend more people. It's very possible. But, you know, Fauci's pushing for a vaccine, 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 as though that's our cure-all to everything. But how many of you have gotten the flu vaccine and still gotten the flu? You know, the efficacy of a vaccine is not 100% on round one or round two or round three. And if the virus continues to mutate, it's not going to help us. Mm -hmm. And the reason he's pushing for that vaccine, it comes down to dollars. I, I just, I don't believe that it's any other motivating factor than the fact that, you know what, the companies that develop the vaccines, they stand to make millions. And Mike Ovitz mentioned that in Plandemic. And you know what? I wholeheartedly agree with that. Do I think their vaccine is going to kill millions? I don't know if I'm that much of a conspiracy theorist, but mm-hmm. it's naive to think that it's about anything other than money. I think our fucked up healthcare system is probably contributing to the ease of making conspiracy theorists about healthcare. You know, yeah. like, if you if we had a more socialistic like like Canada when we talked to Dr. Rob about it, everyone's covered regardless. If you want to pay more, you get faster treatment. But you get the baseline base out of your taxes all the time. Our system is purely set up where if you're rich, you're gonna get the best of everything all the time. And if you're broke, you're not getting jack shit. want to say you're not getting jack shit i mean i know that i've seen okay so if you're if you're just above poverty enough to pay for insurance you can't afford health care but if you're poor poor zero dollars you get better care than you do if you make twenty thousand to forty thousand because your insurance doesn't pay for anything and you're living on co-pays sure but it's a vast majority of americans when you think about a county hospital like we used to work in um, you think about the people that come in that have been doing dope for however many years, and they're on their second fucking valve, and who's paying for that? Those are the zero-dollar people. That's what I'm saying. The zero-dollar people get better health care oh, than middle class. I've had, I've had meth heads that had, the, this, this is going to be your third baby. 
That's right. That they've VIP. taken away. She doesn't have to pay for that medical bill. She doesn't have to pay for all those drugs that they, you know, put in her. I mean, middle class doesn't have to pay for it either. It just ruins your credit score, and we tend to care more about our lives. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, but they can send that bill. Just wasting their paper. You're yeah. always going to have the piece of shit bottom of feeders of the earth that are going to just live off of society, yeah. and and they're going to do everything they can to just bleed everybody dry. And I don't know how to get rid of those people. I mean, you can't just walk around killing everybody that's a piece of shit. So yeah. that's out. Not in Hitler's yeah. America. Mussolini would have killed him. Who's who's the chi- Mao Zedong? You don't remember is that type of Mao Zedong appetizer? was a. <laughs> mm, no, it sounds like it'd be a good is one. That no, some? <laughs> that was the the Chinese leader, the great the great um, the great famine. Oh yeah. Up to like a hundred million Chinese people died because he thought he was going to bring the factories to China, but yeah, what he led to the famine because he saw these insects. And birds around uh, crops mm-hmm. decided to kill the birds. Turns out the birds killed the bug. Bug ate all the crops. Great famine, yeah. which led to like 50 or 60 million oh, deaths because there was heard, no plants. Yeah, I heard about that. Correct me if I'm wrong there, Twitter. You will. But Let's see. Hey, what'd you, what did you think of that? The taste of that beer? It's actually yeah. really good. It's Is it more really citrusy? Good. Yeah. All right. I would like to finish a little lighthearted. Kind of like um, when you talk to the boss, start with a compliment, kick in the ass. Good job. Keep at it. Sandwich. You sandwich bullshit. We had some lighthearted fun talk. Depressing ass fucking pedophile pandemic. You got to sandwich in with a little high lightheartedness. Okay. That was really depressing. I don't know what we're going to do. Only time will tell. The pandemic is the thing that's affecting everyone, the whole planet. Keep track of the cases, everybody. Don't be an idiot. On to better things. Let's talk a little bit of childhood stuff. Even electronics, video games. We talked about movies. Wifey Nicole. You've talked a lot of shit about me playing video games over the years. But you used to play video games. What, what is your favorite video game of all time? Yoshi's Story. You know that. They don't. <laughs> Yoshi's Story? Yeah. Was that on GameCube? No, it was on N64. Mine was James Bond on N64. Golden Eye, huh? Yeah. Odd job. Ooh, favorite game of all time. Got a lot of games over the years. Um, the most played in hours would probably be a Diablo game, but Super Punch Out on Super NES was probably the, the one spent trying to defeat the most. But, you know, I play Madden every year. A new one comes out every year, so it's hard to not say Madden. Every year since 94. Been... Really? Yeah. Hmm. I know. <laughs> I do. Although I'm 31, I'm very childlike. I'm 31. Am I? Are you? Uh, am I 32? 
No. It's great that I could make you think that. See, I'm getting old. Dementia's setting in. <laughs> really questioned it there for a second. <laughs> if you wouldn't have let go of it, I would have... I, I am 32. I had to go by birth date. I had to do the subtraction. <laughs> All right. So you talked about the movie that... Bad movie or bad reviews, movies that you like. Yeah. Is Independence Day your favorite movie of all time? Of all time. Holy shit. Yeah. I could literally watch that like front to back for most, like five or six times. Most people watch movies from beginning to end though. So I'm saying I'm saying like <laughs> I could watch it repeatedly. Oh, no shit. Yeah. What I about- don't I don't know why. Just I- you want to suck Will Smith dick? I guess. I don't know. But all right. Jungle Fever Mark. What about you, babe? Favorite movie of all time? Mm. Grey's Anatomy movie. Pretty much. I mean, I've we, How many seen... movies in the five years, how many movies have you stayed awake for throughout? I don't know. Probably two. Mm, that's, a, that's generous. Yeah. <laughs> I know one. You know, I would just like to tell the audience that I did work two jobs for the majority of the last five years. And that's why I see the back of my eyelids more often than a fucking movie. Pity fucking party. It's not a pity party, but there's a reason that I fall asleep, okay? (laughs) What's your favorite fucking movie then? I don't really have one. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know. because you've never watched a whole movie, front to back. <laughs> oh, true. Watched The Notebook. I watched Titanic a lot as a child. I don't know why. It was a movie that I could just watch over and over. The Titanic, it's a four-hour fucking movie. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. I had the VHS. I watched the first VHS twice. I watched the second one like 15 times. You know why? It's fun as fuck to watch that fucking ship break in half and watch the... You know why? You know why I really loved it? There's a scene is a, before it first breaks. Mm. The guy jumps off the back of the ship and he hits the prop and he just starts tumbling. Oh, I don't know why I was fascinated by that. That's funny. That's not, that's not my movie. Titanic is not my like, oh my God. I don't think I would watch it again now. That's that's I kind of already know what happens. I mean, you knew what happened before, before the first the, time you before watched the, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, the Titanic. That's such a big wow. ship. Yeah. Wow. It sunk? Really? I bet you I could tell you what's going to happen in the next World War II movie. Coronavirus? Yeah. I guess that's World War Ding, 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 ding. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. Favorite movie of all time. For replayability, it's, that's so hard for me. I, ha- I had these questions prepared. Didn't think of my answers. And I don't want to say Fast and Furious. I just had the man crush with Paul Walker. It's long been established. Love Paul Walker. Yeah. You know, a movie I really love, like, I love to watch is like, um, I watch League of Their Own. If it's on, I'll watch that. There's no crying in baseball. Gina Davis, Tom Hanks. I really liked Ten Cup. I love Kevin Costner. Yeah, that guy's not, I don't know if he's made a bad movie. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Favorite movie of all time. I'm going to have to come back to that. I used to really love a Lifetime movie. Any of them. Oh, you? Oh, yeah. I still love a Lifetime movie. 
No. I love battered women, internet, cyber stalking. Somebody kills somebody. You fucked my husband. There's just so many plot lines, you know. And then there the Hallmark holidays. Yeah. Uh, all all December, man. I'm watching. <laughs> man, I don't have a favorite movie of all time. That can't be right. I don't know. I mean, how can you choose one movie? That's like asking me what my favorite food is. I mean, it'd have to be like chicky nuggies, man, because like, they're always tasty. It's just not going to let you But I don't want to eat a nuggie every day. I mean, I feel the same way about a movie, you know? Yeah. Like your nachos were great, right, Mark? But yeah. you might want spaghetti tomorrow. Yeah. Want spaghetti today? Yeah, that was my recommendation. I think <laughs> one of the biggest plot twists that blew my mind of all time was Law Abiding Citizen with Gerard Butler and Jamie Foxx. That was another good one. So like, but he's he's in his movies are good. Him as an actor is just with him is you know White House Down, London Has Fallen, Angels Fallen, Angel Has Fallen. All those that's those are all really good movies. Like he also did really that shitty actor. Jennifer Aniston rom com. You're talking about Gerard Butler, right? With, yeah, with uh, Bounty Hunter or whatever. It was. Bounty Hunter. See, look at you know you yeah. you said. Just before we started this podcast, you don't like rom-coms, yet you knew the name Bounty Hunter. Well, that's... Doesn't count. It had the guy from 300 in it. <laughs> yeah. All you men like a rom-com from time to time. I am not ashamed to admit it how much I love a rom-com. Does Steel Magnolias even count as a rom-com? No, because it's not. No, that's just depressing. I watched that too. They talked about that in another podcast I listened to. They had no idea what it was. It's one of the saddest movies I ever watched. Mm. Julia Roberts. It's one of my mom's favorite movies too. I've yeah. never watched it all the way through. Yeah. Give me your shocked face. Mm. It's more of a disappointing face. Fool's Gold. No? Yeah, I love that one. I think I've watched that. Really any Matthew McConaughey movie made in the last 10 years. Fool's Gold, uh, Failure like to Launch. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Got terrible reviews. It was a funny movie. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> it was funny. That's one of the celebrity impressions I'm going to have to learn how to do is Matthew McConaughey because I feel like that would just melt your panties right off. Do you? Yes, it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> Instead, I still can Did only... they melt your panties off, Mark? No. No. <laughs> it set mine ablaze. I'm putting another belt on, so... <laughs> Biggest celebrity crush. Who's the hottest celebrity you've ever seen? I would have to say... Kate Beckinsale. Mm -hmm. I'm more of a... What's her name? Mine was Jessica Alba. Jennifer Aniston. She just gets hotter every year. Your mama. She's like 50. Yeah, she's She's a hot 50. She's fucking hotter than I am. She's a multimillionaire. Like, like if literally, I had that kind of money, I would be fit as fuck. Every year you say that, but there's lots of rich, fat people. You know, every year you think, is this the year that she's going to look like shit? And still she's glowing and radiant mm. and her legs are still tight. And she just looks amazing. And you just think like, man, I'd hit that. Mm-hmm. Two or three times. At least. 
I'd let her down every single fucking time too. <laughs> I don't, babe. I don't last long with you. You put a celebrity that's like that. Yeah. Shit. Before my britches were off. Man, you wouldn't even get inside her. Not the first time. Nope. Sad guys. That's sad. Come on, beat off beforehand. That would be. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all need to learn some beforehand. fucking self-control, man. I would, honestly, if I knew that I was going to have sex with a celebrity, I would pop a Viagra. So I would just plow <laughs> through that first. That face was just hilarious. Uh, like. I'm not going to waste this. No, I'm never going to have this chance again. Brooklyn Decker was my mind for a long time. Oh, she's pretty hot. That's a banging... I don't know who that is. The girl from Just Go With It she's with Jennifer Aniston. Hmm. Uh, Kate Upton. Yeah. Kate's like her, but younger with bigger tits and a better body. Oh, okay. Look, you're searching her right now. I can't wait for your next Facebook feed to start showing you pictures of bitches. Lesbians. Oh, babe, your your bump box is on its way. So oh. you're, it's a birthday present that just keeps on giving. Damn. That's, that's nice. Right. That's why I bought a subscription. It's better than herpes. It only lasts a year. <laughs> mm. All right, yeah, guys. she's hot. Right, she's fucking banging. I'd for... motorboat those. <laughs> See, you got an ass. So, like, naturally, the things that I'm looking up on my Google search, boobs. <laughs> I mean, they're so juicy. Like, how do you get breasts like that? God. I'm not re- I'm not religious, but I mean do. they like they look like they're not saggy, but like you could just they just look, like I, they beg to be touched. Like mm. you couldn't really fault a man for being like, can I just touch them just one time? I bet they, <laughs> I bet they feel like a, just a bag of sand. Cloud yeah. pillows. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite oh. movie? You know, Forty Year Old Virgin was one of those movies that really. It, it got me for a long time. Yeah. And uh, Wedding Crashers. Oh, yeah. Bro. All right. Mark has been yawning He's for the past hour. Room. He's such a fucking cunt waffle. I've, I've been up since four, like 3.45 this morning. All right, motherfuckers. This has been the On Call Podcast. Hit me up at uh, On Call Pod. Mark, do you have a Twitter or anything yet? You're still 1963. Yeah, I don't, I don't, do, I don't do Twitter or... Um, I, the only thing I do is Facebook. That's that's about it. All right, so does my dad. This is Nana. Yep, pop, pop. Get yourself a Twitter. Let us know next time. Because if you're going to be a regular, that's the way to interact with people. All right, I can do that. All right, yeah. Mark the cop. Look at <laughs> this. Make some like... Yeah. On call pod mark. Something yeah. like that. Can't say anything because this bitch over here ain't got nothing either. She's only on fucking Facebook. Yeah. I have an Instagram. Yeah. I don't post very often. It, you know? We just double click on nurse memes. Yeah, I don't. Oh it's for my own personal enjoyment. I don't need people looking at my life, being judgy, mm-hmm. knowing what I'm doing all the time. I just, you know, I'm on Same. my couch with my dog. Yeah, well, hit me up at uh, oncallpod.com, which is hosted by Setra Host, which has been fucking phenomenal. Hit me up on Twitter at on call pod you can shit if you just look up on call pod on the internet you're gonna you're gonna see everything that we have to offer the website works i'm gonna be uh 
talking with uh, another fellow Wolfsbara I met on I met on uh, Reddit. We're going to be discussing some tech stuff coming up. He's going to be hosting that that show though. If we do that one again, check out the Girls Beer Sports podcast. It's Girls Beer Sports minus the Iron Girls. Check out the While She's Napping pod. They're fucking awesome. Hmm. Look up MJ Hurley. Mark, Hmm. say goodbye. Have a good night, guys. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And as always, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. This has been the On Call Pod. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.